What's up, everybody? This is Joey. This is episode 19 of the Oshpod, recording this on a beautiful uh, Monday night in Southern Ontario. On the other end of the Discord uh, voice chat, I have my man, Francis. Dude, what is up? Oh, it's uh, hi. How are you? I'm good, man. It's it's yeah. like uh, almost summertime, so it's hard for me to be in a bad mood. Are you the same way? You, you just dig the warm weather. Nothing can go wrong for you as long as it's more than like 20 degrees. No, not at all. I'm in Montreal, and today is especially cold. I think it was like uh, 10 or 12. Uh, I had my uh, my hat, my hood, and because uh, uh, I walked to go to work, and uh, it was freezing outside. Honestly, <laughs> did you guys have uh, like a tornado there yesterday? And not, not in Montreal, more uh, towards um, uh, Gatineau. It's it's uh, it's not not really in the Montreal area. I'm gonna be in Gatineau in a week for work. And so I, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't realize it was in Gatineau. I knew it was like in Quebec. I just didn't know where. I only briefly like looked. I probably should pay more attention to these things. If I'm going to be uh, in that area, it's a good idea. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm guessing in one week it's going to be uh, over. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think the action was more in the, that area yesterday. Are you guys in the, are you in like the flooding area or no? Uh, no, 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 uh, by, uh, not me personally. Uh, it's um, around Montreal, but uh, there are some zone, uh, like people who live here uh, know them, but uh, I- I'm not in one of them. Lucky guy. You don't have to wear your bathing suit to go to work in the morning. Uh, the, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, it's because like, the people, like they, uh, there's places where we know that uh, there's water there, but they keep building uh, houses there. But uh, so people like they buy those houses, but then they get flooded, and it's like it's the same game uh, every year. It happens. And, I mean, sad, sad. Yeah. I don't know why people waste their money. People do that here too in Hamilton. There's a lot of swampland uh, just on the escarpment. Like there's a little bit of an escarpment in the city where like half the town is, and everybody for whatever reason. I remember when I was a kid, they they like bulldozed this school that was on wetland, built a bunch yeah. of houses, and then two or three years later, every single house had water problems. Yeah. And it's just like, didn't, didn't you think about this before you bought the place? Anyway, I digress. I don't want to get into like the, the principles of how home inspections and making sure you spend your money right. Just don't yeah. jump in, people who are listening who are about to buy a house. Don't jump in. Yeah. Do your research and you won't fuck yourself over in the long run. Yeah. Uh, okay, Francis. I can't think of more. Tell me your, uh, your Oshiega story. What's your deal? Know. What's your background? What's my deal? Uh, the thing I, I've been going for, I, I went five years. Uh, I'm going uh, every year since uh, 2014. Uh, and uh, this year, 2019, will be my sixth. Uh, so that's my Oshiaga background. I'm from uh, Longueuil, which is uh, directly the suburb, so it's, it's close by. Uh, and I, 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 I am uh, sorry for my uh, English. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> and I also uh, participate a lot in the whole uh, Montreal uh, show uh, music scene, like uh, other festivals also. Like I'm, I'm not only uh, Oceaga. Uh, I go to other fest uh, all year long. Uh, it's, uh, it's a city that I really love. And Oceaga is always the, uh, the, uh, the, the event of the year I'm always looking uh, most forward to. So tell me something. You're you're the same uh, sort of longevity wise as I am. I, I've been going since 2014 too. That was my first year. So so are we are we about the same age? I'm 31. How old are you? Uh, 30, uh, 25. 25. So you've been going since you were like a baby. I didn't start going like 25. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, 20. If I'm 25 this year, I mean, I'll be 26 uh, at Oshiaga. But I guess I was 20 in the the first year. How do you find uh, the festival has evolved in the six years? Like you said, you go to a lot of festivals, so you have a little yeah. more to compare it to than I do. Unfortunately, there's not like a ton of 
stuff in the you know Hamilton, Toronto, Southern yeah. Ontario area that I want to go to. So tell me, tell me a bit about like how you feel like the festivals evolved because it's changed at least in the years I've been going and you've been going quite a bit. I oh think. yeah, and even uh, like I'm going to Oshaya yeah, since uh, 2014, but I've known about the festival uh, since the beginning because I, I'm uh, f- being from here. Oshiaga, even going back to 2008, it was kind of a big deal, but I just never went to me. 2014 was the year where the lineup was so good in my eyes that it, uh, I, I went, uh, but I, I knew about it the, the previous year. And it's, it's interesting to see how the previous year, it's really more uh, niche and more uh, rock, uh, you know, jam. I think the first year, uh, the headliners were like uh, Sonic Youth and uh, Ben Harper and like, <laughs> You know, it's unbelievable to think that it, today it's the festival, uh, you know, that competes with the, the big festival in North America. And they started with like really small stages on the field and that was it. But ever since I'm going, uh, since 2014, I mean, they, they've been big. I, I think since uh, 2013, they've reached like the a certain uh, height, I, I would say. So I didn't go when it was smaller, uh, but I mean every year they're just going better and better. And this year with the new uh, the new layout, the new uh, park, the renovation and and everything, I think they're really uh, going above what we've seen before. The uh, the first year you went and the first year I went, who, yeah. who were the headliners? I forget now. Was it Outcast? Uh, f- yeah, it was uh, Outcast, uh, Jack White, and uh, Arctic Monkey. Yeah, that was. I didn't see Jack White. I did see Outcast and the Arctic Monkeys. Those were both pretty good shows. Oh yeah. Uh, looking back at like those, I don't know. It could just be because I was a little younger then, and maybe I wasn't paying much attention. But the the looking back at just like the number of people that are like, uh, like I don't even know how to explain it. The the stages, for example, like you mentioned when the festival first started, it was all like small stages, small mm-hmm. acts. Like I can't believe Ben Harper. Headline, yeah, headline, yeah. <laughs> That's insane. But like, they, I can just imagine now, you know, when you compare the number of people who are there with like super diverse music tastes uh, compared to like, you know, the Ben Harper crowd, or even, I mean, mm-hmm. if you go back just to even Jack White and Arctic Monkeys, like mm-hmm. that year too, I thought was pretty narrow compared to yeah. this year and last year. So, uh, yeah. I mean, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Okay, I just wanted to say, uh, yeah, if you look only like 2014, because I, I have the lineup in front of me, I, I prepared for for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing uh, just 2014, you know, you had Outcast, Jack White, Arctic Monkey. Those are the, the headliners and three big acts, in my opinion. But just looking at the, the uh, first lines uh, below the headliner, you see like uh, the replacements, uh, you see Nick Cave and the Bad Seed, and you know, it's, it's I mean, it's it's well-known band, uh, well-established band, but they don't have the appeal to the younger audience. Uh, I mean, it's a, I think it's pretty uh, definite that today they're really going more mainstream than they were back in the days. Look at some of these. I didn't realize how much overlap there was because now that you've uh, you've inspired me to actually prepare for my own show, I have the lineup <laughs> for 2014 up now, and like just looking at some of these the overlap, like this year. Who, who's there? Flume was there in 2014. Mm-hmm. He's there this year. Uh, I just saw another one here that caught my eye. Gambino, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then even other years, like Portugal, the man was way higher on the ticket last year. They're like halfway mm-hmm. down. Uh, Joey Badass has been higher up on the ticket. 
Uh, Renata is super high on this year's ticket, even though he's a hometown guy. I'm surprised he's not way higher every year. Um, yeah, Ch- like Chance the Rapper. Could you imagine if Chance the Rapper was there? He'd be at the top of the but lineup. He, he, he canceled uh, in 2014. I remember, I think he yeah, canceled the he last did, but he, He'd be at the top of the lineup for this. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, are you a big... Like, are you big on the headliners for this year or no? Uh, this year, and uh, not really, uh, not really. Uh, and uh, I mean, overall, in every lineup, uh, you know, you always look at the headliner because they're uh, like the cherry on the Sunday. So, so you you look at them, but uh, at the end of the day, like they're only there for like half an hour, an hour and a half, and that is if you go see them. So I try not to make uh, such a big deal out of them. This is true. And probably for you, like, I, I don't know, are you going with like buddies this year? Like who are you going with? No, I, I, the thing is I've, all, I've always, uh, go, uh, I've always been going uh, solo. Solo. Yes. So you're, but it's easy for you. You're a local guy, right? That was, that was my next question. My next question was it's easy for you to go to the festival and not have like any big commitments to the headliners because you, it's like a low cost effort for you guys, right? Like Long Gill, I think is like two stops from the island on the Metro, right? Oh, it's one stop from the Metro. <laughs> so even better. So yeah, I, I remember a little bit about my time in the Montreal underground, not as much as I'd like, but uh, yeah, I remember that. So what, uh, so tell me something then Francis, you guys, cause Long Gill is really close to the island, obviously, but Montreal yeah. proper is, is big enough that it can probably stomach maybe a little bit of the extra, uh, like the extra population for the weekend. Yes. What's the, what's the feeling on the festival for native Montrealers? Like, are you guys, are you guys excited to have all those people coming to town? Is it something people look down on? Like, what's the deal? And I mean, I think the, it's, it's all about the generation. I think if you, because I'm, I'm not someone who has who go to bars and like, I'm not big on the nightlife, but from what I've heard, like, if you go, uh, like, for example, like they will, it, they won't be any uh, normal music show during Oshiaga because every, uh, every person who's uh, buying tickets are probably at Oshiaga. So it will be a bad timing. And I think that like the, the bars and everything, the nightlife during Oshiaga is pretty down. But as soon as Oshiaga uh, ends, uh, then it, it, it fills up. Uh, uh, maybe it's, it's, it's just a bit uh, later on the, in the night. Uh, but like there's the, the, I'd say the party, the, you know, the after shows and everything makes, uh, there's more life than usual, uh, I think. And all the tourists also. The uh, one thing I noticed my time there compared to um, like, I live in a fairly big city, but not nearly as big as Montreal. The one thing I noticed is that almost every bar you go to is full. And it's not yeah. like, if, it's not like if you go to a rock uh, sort of pub, it's all people who look like they're there to rock out. It's people who are like there because there's nowhere else to, that will like let them in the door. And yeah. So you get a lot of people who are, it makes for a funny scene, I guess. Like I've never had that problem because usually we, we get like after party tickets, but it makes for a funny scene because you see a lot of like uh, sort of teeny bopper, you know, 18, 19, 20 year old girls who are like dressed to kill at <laughs> like the, this, the sort of like shadiest, uh, you know, two seats at the bar, mm. six beers on tap. And there might be somebody there who can make you a cocktail <laughs> type of yeah. pub. And it's, it's good, man. I, I do like the nightlife in Montreal quite a bit. Why are you staying away from the bars? You got, uh, you got some, uh, so, some, something you want to tell me about your nightlife preferences? No, no, I, I, I'm just not uh, that kind of guy. Like I go to a lot of shows, but like I don't go uh, to bar and, and that's, that's less of my universe. Like I'm not someone who's big on the, like I go to shows, but I'm not the, uh, I, I don't go like uh, in, in bars and, and everything. That's not really my taste. <laughs> what uh what shows have you seen over in montreal last little while 
Uh, well, I mean, recently, uh, let's say, uh, th I mean, there's a lot I've seen uh, the likes of uh, Stephen Wilson, Wolf Parade, the uh, car seat address. I'm more in the, I'd say, the, the rock scene. Uh, like, uh, uh, and I love a lot of uh, local band and, uh, and more international. Uh, I'm going to see a lot of shows like in the venues such as uh, Metropolis, uh, Corona, th those kind of things. How, how, uh, how's the crowd at those shows compared to Oshiega? Like Oshiega is a really friendly sort of, yeah. everyone is kind of floating along. How are the other shows and festivals in the area? Honestly, I think Montreal and, and maybe I'm uh, hometown uh, biased, but I think Montreal has really a nice crowd uh, uh, overall. Uh, whether what I'm reading online, what I'm seeing or what I'm uh, experiencing with my own eyes. Um, going to Oshiega, of course, I think everyone, because it's, it's full days and, you know, everyone is a bit uh, drunk and high, you know, it's party. So I think Oshiega is more uh, laid back and smooth. But even if you go to a normal, a normal show with like a, an opener and a headliner, the, the vibe is, is, is still pretty good in my opinion. Yeah, that's good, man. I, I have to say, I've been to Montreal now, obviously, six times. And I think some of the after parties I've been to have been shows that are just attended by, like, you know, the citizens of the city as opposed to people who are just there for the festival. And I got to say, even when I go to, like, eat or drink or, like, the Airbnb hosts we've had have all been really, really good. And you guys get a bad rap, man. Like, French Canadians, I think, for the most part, are, are really, really nice. And I know in Ontario, especially because I work in a place where there's a lot of there's a lot of bilingual uh, people and a lot of people are from uh, Ottawa and Capital Region, Montreal. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you guys get a bad rap, but you seem pretty yeah. nice. And everyone I met over there seems pretty nice. So I don't know what that's all about. You guys need to like undertake a, a public uh, public relations campaign or something. Do a couple yeah. radio ads. Yeah, but I, I don't know where the bad reputations come, but I, I don't think the bad reputations come from the uh, the people. I, I don't think like they personally hate us. I just think. Because, uh, you know, like on Reddit and whatever, I'll go read some sometimes on the like the Canada subreddit. And as soon as you mention Quebec, you know, you're getting downvoted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, but I think it's more like because of our, um, our presence, uh, maybe like they, they look at us as the outsider. They're like, oh, they're like the one million population, you know, who speak French, you know, because of us, like the, the country is officially bilingual. So I think because of that, they're like, they, they ate they hate, maybe they hate more like the idea of us than they really do hate us as a person. I think that's, that's more that. <laughs> you know, uh, in Ontario, I don't know what it's like in the rest of Canada, so I can't speak for the other provinces, but we have to take French until grade nine. So every okay. year, yeah, you have to take like, I think in, I can't remember how long, well, when I was a kid anyway, the periods used to be 45 minutes. So every day you do 45 minutes of French all the way till grade nine, and then grade nine, you go full 75 minutes every day. And then after that, you can just stop. I think everyone around here just stops. I wish I didn't, though, because I, heaven forbid, Canadians have to learn a second language. My God, like people can barely speak English around here sometimes. It makes me wonder what the hell happened to uh, linguistics in the country. That's me on my old man soapbox. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, reminiscing on old times here. <laughs> so so uh, can I dare ask a question? And, and how's, how's your French? <laughs> uh, it's not good. Like, I, the only French I know is like, uh, how do you... I can't speak it. Je ne parle pas, right? Is that it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically what I know. I know I have to answer my phone. I won't give away too much about where I work, but I have to answer my phone in English and French, which tells you something okay. about where I work. So <laughs> like, I can do like the hello, bonjour, but otherwise, I'll forget it. Like after that, it's un moment, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> well, that, that's good. That's good. I mean, that, that's a beginning. And, and especially since you live, I think, in Ontario. 
yeah. uh, like yeah, how can I say like you don't you don't have to like you, you can fully function as anglophone. So as soon as someone as soon as someone does a, a little bit of an effort, like I'm I'm happy with that honestly. That's good. People listening, this is what you need to do. Give them the un moment and je ne parle pas and you'll be fine. Francis will be your friend for life or at least for the weekend. Maybe not for life. Uh, yeah. That might be a bit of a stretch. So, we, so let, let's, uh, let's dive in here to yes. the 2019 lineup. So I don't, I don't know anything about your music taste. You and I spoke like a little bit in the Reddit uh, chat yeah. and I happened to have a spot tonight. And so we jumped on pretty quick. Usually I talk to people for a bit before we get started, but for you, I'm basically working with a clean slate. So what are you, what are you into? Like, what do you like on the lineup? Uh, on the lineup of this year, uh, I, I, I'll, be, I'll say to be honest with you, uh, since the beginning, uh, this year is probably since the, all the year I've went is probably my least favorite, just to be honest. But there's some good stuff in there. Like the amount of name there is, uh, nobody can look at this and say there's nothing good. There's always a lot of good things. Sometimes you just have to uh, to look a little bit in the uh, lower in the lower range, and that because I'm a, mostly a, a rock fan. Uh, so like. Um, I'm seeing like a lot of names that I don't really know or that I know of, but I'm not really fan of. Uh, so if I'm looking more at the the rock act, you know, this year, I'm lo really looking forward bands like uh, Interpol, uh, Kurt Val, Beach House, uh, of course, Tame Impala. You know, that that's more of my jam. Tame Impala is like I think. I don't know. I, I can't speak for the whole subreddit, though. I'm pretty sure this would be the case for the sub as well. But almost everyone who's come on this show tells me Tame is on their list of must-sees. So yeah. why don't we do this? You, you named sure. a couple of other bands there that I've heard a bit about but don't know too much in terms of like their songs. One of the ones that I'm interested in uh, after Madison was talking about it, uh, or them, I should say, like a few episodes ago, is Kurt, Vile, and The Violators. What's, yeah. what's, their, uh, what's their flavor? What are they about? Oh, I mean, I, I, I love their sound. Uh, it, it's, uh, I know it, it's kind of laid back. It's rock. It's like, uh, you know, the kind of music you can listen uh, while enjoying the vibe. Because uh, I remember I saw them, I think it was also Oshi, I got uh, 2016 or 15. Uh, it was like mid-afternoon set. And, and honestly, to me, I think it was just a perfect setting. Uh, kind of smooth, uh, not too much uh, in your face, like... Uh, something you can just really uh, sit back uh, and enjoy. I think that's the kind of the perfect Oshiaga act for like, uh, and uh, you know, the, you know, like the end of evening, like between five and six, where like the sun goes down and it's like chill. Um, if they can, uh, if they, uh, if they put him in this spot, uh, to me, that's just, uh, that, that's a good thing. This is the, uh, I think a lot of people, and I include myself in this for what it's worth, when I first started going, I was always looking for the act I wanted to see at a certain time. So when I was planning my day, I would always try and jump between acts. Because you know, they have, you remember, um, that, what is it, Clash Finder? You know what that is? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so everyone goes on Clash Finder and like shares their schedules. Mm -hmm. Fine, that's cool. But one thing you learn pretty quickly is you'll drive yourself crazy, uh, especially if you're in an altered state of consciousness, we'll say, uh, trying to get from show to show if you are trying to stick to a schedule. You, you'll be in a crowd all the time. You'll never have a good spot. And worse, like you just mentioned, you never get to enjoy the vibe. And I'm with you, dude. That like four o'clock till six o'clock, like main stage uh, area 
when mm-hmm. there's a good band playing is second to none. Like that is a great way to spend a couple of hours, especially if there's like a good guitar player, guy with yeah. guy or girl with a good voice. Like it's sick. And last year they did a good job with that. I think they did a good job with that in years past as well. Uh, and so you're telling me that this is the kind of band I can get into in that slot. I mean, uh, to, to me, yeah. I mean, uh, of course, everybody's going to have a different opinion. But to me, to me, that that's the the, the spot I, I try to uh, to go for. That's a good, uh, yeah. That's a good find. What else? What else you hyped on? Give me, give me a couple other bands here. Because you're the first like big rock uh, rock fan I've yeah. had. Everyone else yeah. is more like you know uh, varied tastes. Little rock, little this, little that. But you're the first guy who's giving me rock as the primary feature. So keep yeah. keep it going. What else you got? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not even sure which one I told you already. I mean, there's a U.S. Girl, which is a a band that uh, released an album last year, uh, and it was really well reviewed. I don't know them that much, but I'm really looking forward to see them. Uh, you have real estate. You have uh, even uh, like Janelle Monae. Like she doesn't fit in the rock. You know, she's not rock, but you know, it's it's one of the act. Uh, unless they schedule her against an, a band I really want to see, I'm gonna see her uh, honestly. And even like I'm looking, uh, let's say, uh, even I said like I, I'm not a big EDM guy, but I know like Flume is there. Uh, you, you know, I'm, I know it's gonna be a great time. Uh, same thing with like Chemical Brother. I mean, it's it's a legendary band. Like, uh, and no matter no matter what my taste is, you know, I know I'm gonna go there and be blown away probably because uh, like uh, every year like you know uh, Oshaga like I can go with the mind of saying like oh I love rock and I'm only going to see rock but I try really not to do that uh, you know I try to diverse myself and in the last years you know I've seen uh, act like uh, you know Justice I think 2017 oh, yeah, man. you know like I, I was like Oh, I'm going to go there because it's going to be good. You know, no matter what kind of music you love, you know, you're going to have a good time. That, uh, that show for me, I think is probably, I don't know if it's the best one I've ever seen, but it's, it's gotta be top three. That was outstanding. And those guys, like you mentioned about the chemical brothers too, it's like a legendary act. It's a a big get for the festival. Like that's gotta be an expensive ticket for them to pull in. So I'm, I'm happy to attend that stuff. So you, you're one of the, uh, you're another one of these guys who is uh, into Flume, even though it's not maybe your cup of tea. What well, is it about I'm not, Flume? I'm, I'm not really into Flume, but I, uh, I know if I go to see him, I'm going to have a great time. But it's not the kind of music I listen uh, outside of uh, Oshaga, let's say. What about, uh, I ask everybody this, I feel, like, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but the Lumineers. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, the amount of name that's on a lineup, I try not to focus on one, you know, I, I don't want to be uh, looking at the lineup and only be like, oh, the Lumineers, the Lumineers, the Lumineers, like I tried to see a broader picture. I'm seeing the Lumineer, honestly, the only thing I, I'm seeing logically looking at the, the poster, I think Tame Impala, I mean, would have been Friday's Atlanta, but due to scheduling, because they have Lollapalooza and everything during the same weekend, I think it's just a matter of uh, scheduling that Lumineers, like, they take the headliner spot. And I think if the Lumineers were the uh, pre-headliner of, let's say, Tem Impala, we, I'm pretty sure we, we wouldn't talk about them. So I try not to, to uh, look too much at them. Uh, I mean, worst case scenario, you're going to see another act who play at the same time. And best case scenario, you're going to go there and, and see their show. I mean, so 
it's not my cup of tea and I'm probably not going to see them, but I try not to, uh, I try not to focus too much on, on that because there's too much, uh, so many other things to enjoy. Uh, I try not to uh, focus on, on something like that. That was the most level-headed response I've ever had <laughs> for the Lumineers. I fucking hate the Lumineers. So it's good that you're here to really mellow out the uh, amount of hate on the Lumineers. But, but I mean, this is after like, uh, you know, maybe two months of thinking about it. If you would ask me the same question the same day the lineup uh, release, I would have a totally different answer. <laughs> this this is, uh, <laughs> this. I don't know, this guy's wise beyond his years. Uh, Francis is definitely <laughs> doing some thinking and le he's level out. And he's uh, He's not an overreacting type. That's good, man. I, you know, for, for all the stuff uh, you just said, one of the things that sticks out to me that I haven't heard, and maybe it was on the sub, I don't know, but this Lollapalooza and scheduling thing. So you think Tame would have been the headliner Friday night, eh? Well, I mean, uh, logically speaking, looking at the, uh, this, this year's lineup, it's obvious that, uh, you know, like, it's obvious. I think everybody can agree that Tame and Paula is bigger, uh, I mean, it's it's uh, discutable, but I mean, I think it's fair to assume that Tame Impala would be billed uh, above the Lumineers if they were the same day. So, and because of that, the Sunday with Childish and Tame Impala, I think they, they clearly have two headliners, you know, like everybody on Facebook, like everybody was talking like, uh, can you tell us that Childish will not uh, overlap again? Tame? Like people want to see both. I think everyone consider uh, Childish and Tame Impala headliners. And I think it's just because of scheduling, we have two headliners the same day and like none really on Friday. But I think that's it, honestly. I wonder if, uh, I, I don't have Facebook, so I don't know what the uh, Facebook chat about like Oshiega looks like, but you're telling me, is it like, is it the same as the Instagram stuff? Because on Instagram, every time they put something up, it's like a battle about, yeah, Childish and Tame is in there. And there's a few other battles where they talk about, uh, like Chemical Brothers and Logic is another one I hear. I hear people worried about Janelle Monet overlapping with somebody else. Is it the same on Facebook? Like everyone's just like going crazy about acts they want to see and hoping that the schedule works out for them? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I don't really read the Facebook. Like I gave that as an example because I've seen it. But I, get, uh, I read much more of Reddit than Facebook. I, I couldn't uh, tell you. Okay. I'm, I might have to check it out because I, I yeah, I'm curious about... Uh, I'm, I'm curious about what they do for two, well, for two reasons, right? One, uh, one thing that has always interested me and I've talked about it on the show before is the way they basically balance the release of the lineup and the release of the schedule mm -hmm. with single day tickets. And so they, I think they, they have single days out now, I believe, but they don't really give any details as to what's selling, how much is left. Uh, yeah. like I already have my ticket, so I, I can't really say that it matters to me, but you know, if you, if you were coming from, you know, uh, let's say Toronto, that's a, that's a solid like six, seven hour drive mm -hmm. and you don't know who's playing when it's a little bit rough. And I, I know that O'Shea does it because it helps them sell more tickets and I can't ever fault them for trying to pad the bottom line. But I just wish like, I don't know, I wish they did a, a more transparent, uh, job with, with that whole process because it's not fair to people. Like the tickets are what yeah. this year, 280 bucks, right? Something like that or a little more uh the, for the two the whole weekend yeah i think i paid oh. costco pricing so i think mine was oh yeah, yeah mine too I, I bought with costco but i think if somebody was to buy with Oshiega, i think it's over 300 to be honest that's nuts like it's nuts man and that's if it you is. get the regular pass i think if you pay an extra oh. you know 50 60 no it's even more than that for the gold pass which basically just gets you like a couch and a washroom with toilet paper it's basically. like another 
Yeah, it's like another hundred bucks. I'm pretty sure. Have you ever bought that? Or you always just go general. No, I, I would never. Even and I mean, I and I even told myself, even if I was a millionaire, I would. And that, I think I really think the fun is in general admission, honestly. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, I know. I just went to see a show not long ago. Getter, who's a like EDM artist in Hamilton, and okay. we got like uh, we got like uh, you know bottle service, whatever booth, and it was good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the same as being in the crowd. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like that's like you mentioned earlier, like it's EDM or, you know, a, a mellow rock band. You want to be around people who are enjoying the music, not people who are there, especially nowadays. Like I can't wait to see how many people there this year are just like banging out poses for Instagram uh, all day long, every day, all the stages, all the VIP areas, all the like, you know, little art displays. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know. Do you notice that a lot now or, or uh, is that something that uh, only I'm seeing? I try not to notice it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I know but I follow a lot of other festivals like uh, on Reddit, you know, I'm subscribed to like Coachella. And I know if you go to Coachella weekend one, it's, it's, it's only that. And I think we're lucky Oshaga because we're kind of small. And the fact that it's in Montreal, uh, I feel it doesn't as the, the same, um, international like uh, you know not value but like uh, it's, it's less attractive maybe for like international people to come because if they have the choice during the same weekend the like the influencer and uh, people like that i think they're gonna go to Lollapalooza like if they have to choose so i think oceaga is uh, like there's a lot of the you know the hype crowd you know who just wants to go there to be seen i think a lot of that crowd goes to Lollapalooza because it's arguably uh, bigger um, but of course, I'm seeing it at Oceaga. And, and even, you know, uh, like, uh, because Quebec has its own culture, pretty much like their own uh, TV personalities and, and whatever. And it's funny to see, like, in the VIP section, it, there's a lot of, uh, of local, um, uh, you know, famous people, like, who go on their Instagram. But, like, there are people, like, you wouldn't know who they are. Like, it's only, like, in the Montreal area, like, they're, they're big in, in, in French uh, Quebec, but like nobody knows them outside of there. So <laughs> that's, but, a, that's a good point. I never really thought about that, how there might be like a lot of French Canadian celebrities that the Anglophones don't know or pay any attention to. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't think about that. Uh, what, did you say you, you've been to FEQ? Uh, sorry, uh, oh, uh, Festival de Québec. Uh, no, I've never been, never no. been. How come? Uh, to be honest, uh, it's always, because it's always during the, uh, I mean, because I, I work, uh, sadly, uh, from Monday to Friday. And this is like a festival uh, that's happening in Quebec City. And uh, like going there would be uh, a lot of trouble. And finally, I would only have time to like enjoy Saturday because uh, because it's a it's a different kind of festival. I don't know if, do you know a bit about FET? I, I don't, I don't. I, I've had people tell me about it on the show, but like I, I, I'm not, I don't live close enough to go to those festivals. I'd like to, but I just, yeah, I can't make it yeah. out there. Because it's a different kind of festival as Oceaga. Like Oceaga, you pay a ticket, you enter, and you can go every stage. Uh, the thing is with uh, Festival de Québec is you, are, you, you buy a wristband, and this wristband, you can enter a venue. But it, it's really different venue around the city. Like if you want to see uh, one act, you have to go at the specific venue, and they, they check if, if there's still room inside the venue, they will let you enter. But it can be full. And the, and the thing is, like Oceaga, like you, you get to Oceaga and you can see like a whole lineup of artists. But if you go to Festival d'Etat Québec, 
you're going to see maybe four artists uh, in the same evening because they the show they they start like at six or seven at the night uh, night and so like you have like two or three opener and then you have like a bigger headliner so so like it's it's not full day it's only like in smaller venue i mean not the the biggest one venue which is the uh, Abraham, which is uh, absolutely uh, big but like if you go to the smaller venue it, it's more like a uh, like you would see a normal show, like you arrive, you have your, your wristband, you get in for the night and, and you only see like four, uh, three or four act and it's less than like five hours. Uh, so the thing with that is like, if I was to leave Montreal and get there, I could only like enjoy the, the Saturday night because Sunday night, I, I already have to come back to Montreal. So I, that's why I, I don't go because I don't think it would be uh, worth it, uh, honestly. I'm just looking right now. This is the first time I've looked at the, the schedule for FEQ. And you're right. I didn't even notice this. None of these places, it's all over the city, it looks like. Yeah, it, it's really, it's it's different venue. Uh, you have the Plan d'Abraham, which is the, the big field where the, the biggest actors are performing. But afterwards, uh, like I'm not, I'm not too familiar with uh, with Quebec City to be honest. But it's it's more um, there's the there's a different venue or, or places. But I, uh, it's not on the same site. Like uh, you have to walk a little bit uh, in the city. Like uh, it's really like it's it's like if Oshiaga had stages, but the stages would be spread around uh, maybe a few kilometers apart, and you have to go through the city to get from one stage to another. Like that would be pretty much that. I, I can't even walk from stage to stage by like Saturday afternoon. How are people doing this? This seems yeah. like it's not a great idea. But, hey, but see, the, hey, wait, wait a minute, you live near the, the island. So can you tell me what the hell is going on at the island now? Like, what does it look like? And in Saint Saint Hélène, to be honest, I couldn't tell you. Uh, the last the last I, I've seen, uh, there's somebody on the subreddit who took pictures, and that's the latest update I've had uh, personally. I think there was, um, I'm going to look it up now. John, John Drapeau, uh, Park Island pictures. I saw like a, there was like a fancy looking sort of futuristic cheek. Uh, I don't even know what you'd call it. Not quite a stage, but like some kind of, um, some kind of like elevated platform. It looked like it looked really sick, but that was like a really difficult picture to, to unpack. Cause there wasn't too much other stuff in the photo. I want to see it. And I, I, the only reason I'm asking is because, I think a while ago, in, in addition to the stuff that was on the sub of the park, there was another picture or set of pictures where it looked a lot more like Firefest than it did Oshiega. Did you see that set of pictures? Uh, I don't. I don't recall. Oh man, like I, I was a little bit worried. That was a little while ago. Now it's in in good shape because I know a lot of people, uh, both on this show and on the sub, and actually everywhere I look, like Instagram is the same way. People are hyped for the new uh, setup, and so I'm I'm hoping they didn't get rid of the. Uh, you know, the big main stage hill, I understand they just did some improvements to like the grass mm -hmm. area there and kind of made it, um, you know, like a little amphitheater style thing. We have a couple yeah. of them around here, but uh, yeah, fuck, I was hoping you would know, but you don't know. Don't you have a drone? Yeah, I, I, Can you send a drone over there tonight? And then like, send it? <laughs> uh, if, if you give me the drone, I'll, I'll fly. Let's not get carried away here. Um, <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, but uh, I, I, honestly, I wish I knew because, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I, my thing, Manel, I'm really looking forward to see what they're going to do. I'm ready. I'm ready to find out because uh, I don't know about you, but it's getting to the point now where it's close enough that I'm like excited to be going and still too yeah. far for me. Like yeah. every day I'm like, fuck, it's still another two months away, which mm -hmm. actually isn't that long. Like it doesn't feel like it, uh, you know, because 
you guys probably have a colder winter than we do, but like, like I was saying earlier, these days where it's like 20 degrees, even, even though it's like below seasonably, you know, seasonable average, seasonal averages, I still am just so happy it's summertime. And this is like the biggest part of summer for me is this festival. It's so great. Oh yeah, Um, it is great. Yeah, man. It's like, it's huge. What what are you doing for, uh, since you're a local guy and I've heard from at least one or two other, um, native Montreal folks that you guys have a, uh, I won't say better sense of style, but like maybe a more uh, modern sense of style than the rest of uh, the rest of the country, certainly more than Ontario. What are you doing for festival fashion? What kind of gear are you going to be rocking? Oh, I'm probably the, the guy you can, uh, you, you uh, know less about uh, style and stuff like that. If you see how, what I was wearing right now, you, you'd laugh at myself. And, uh, and even going to the festival, it's really not something I'm bothering with. I'll, I'll wear probably like a, a T-shirt, with uh, pants and shoes, and, and that's it, honestly. <laughs> wow, a t-shirt, pants, and shoes. Francis, yeah. you think anyone else will be wearing a t-shirt, pants, and shoes, or just you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, else yeah. going to be naked or no? I think that's a pretty standard. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that, but that, that, that's the effort I, I put. Honestly, like, I, don't, I know a lot of people, like, they dress up for Oceania and every other festival. Personally, I, I, I would dress, uh, honestly, I would dress, like I would if I was to uh, work in my garden. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm no, doing this year. Usually, yeah. I do. I dress. I dress like. Uh, I think last year I wore like ripped jean shorts and a tank top. But like, mm-hmm. if you're a guy, you wear a t-shirt that you don't care if it gets dirty or you lose exactly. it. You wear some shorts with pockets. This year, I'm not going to make the mistake of uh, wearing. Uh, last year, I had these, like I said, these denim shorts that were like you know, stylishly ripped. I can't remember where I got them, probably H&M or something. Stupid fucking idea. Because the shorts are ripped in the pockets too. I thought maybe it was just like a cosmetic rip in the pockets, but no, it's like a the, legit rip. So I lost my credit card. The pockets the are day. ripped. Yeah. So someone didn't get the memo about what's the use of pocket like. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Well, who's worse, the guy who didn't get the memo or the guy who bought the shorts? I feel like I'm probably worse. I paid for the shorts. Someone else got some money out of me for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fool me once, shame on you. That's that, that's fine. I really appreciate that. That's great. I'm gonna start calling you whenever I do something wrong. Listen, fool me once, shame on you. What about uh, so? Are you um, are, are you a guy who wears? Are you like wearing runners to the show? Uh, to be uh, so, sorry, I, I'm not even sure what run. Uh, like uh, like sneakers. Uh, I mean, like running shoes, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's uh, I'm wearing the, my everyday run. But like I have a good pair of running shoes like uh, that uh, like if I go to work and I have like a, a pair of running shoes you know it's old use and I don't mind if it gets dirty and I I just put on the the dirty one and that's it That's smart. Yeah, I you're a better man than me. I don't know what I'm going to do for shoes yet. I keep telling myself and actually my buddy Phil who I'm going with we were just talking about this the other day about how every year I say I'm going to get a comfortable pair of shoes and then every year I just wind up wearing the same like boat shoes. And nope. I, I trash them and it's fine. Now they're destroyed. Like you said, if you got an old pair of shoes, that'll work for you. But man, like at, at my age, my knees, my back, I need like uh, orthotic, like sur- surgically recommended shoes for, uh, for a couple of days in the park, especially last year. Like it was a lot of stone and gravel last year. You remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. But because it was a temporary field. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was shit to walk on. I felt like after yeah. the first day, my feet were sore when normally they're not that bad. Well, yeah, okay. Let me ask you this: you're, Since since you're a native Montreal guy, I got to keep asking questions about the city. Sure, I just go. got uh, my Airbnb a little while back, and I don't remember where it is now. I'm not going to look it up. 
But in your opinion, given that people like the nightlife probably about as much as they like being close to the island, mm-hmm. where's the best place to get an Airbnb for the weekend? And not looking at prices? I don't care. Like, I mean, I'm not going to spend $1,000 a night, but I think we ended up uh, probably close to 100 a night each. So, okay. yeah. To be honest, and I'm more of a longer guy, so no Montreal that well. But if I had to choose, like, where's the big nightlife happening if you want to party? You know, there's like, um, and I, I don't know if you, like, there's the, the gay village um, in Montreal that's like red. Um, it's really close to, to the, the bridge, uh, right near to Oceaga. It's pretty much the, like, when you, uh, you know, you take the metro and you get to Berry, it's, it's pretty much there. It's like yeah. the, the gay village. It's like uh, you know, it's like lifestyle. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's it's. I think if you want to party, like that's that's cool. And uh, because like it's gay village, but like uh, you know, it's it's fun for everybody. But if you go, uh, even like the the corridor of of um, uh, Mont Royal, uh, those those kind of thing, uh, like downtown. I mean, you can't go wrong as. Uh, if you if you stay, I'd say in in downtown or uh, Plateau Montréal, th- those kind of things, you're always close. Uh, like if if you're not directly near, you're you're pretty close to to where the action is. Uh, like uh, Saint Laurent Boulevard, those those kind of things. Saint Laurent, I think I've been to before. That's a absolutely banging street. There's so much stuff going on there most nights. I do I do want to check it out this year again. I think this year will be the first year in like. I don't know, at least three years. I haven't bought after-party tickets unless something really catches my eye. But I get the feeling that uh, what I'll probably do is instead, I think I'll, I'll just like find a nice bar to go to and maybe get a decent meal one of those nights too since I'm barely eating that weekend unless it's like pizza or eggs in the morning, which is absolutely oh, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I don't, like, I don't know what you eat during, this, during the year, but you don't have to worry about it during the festival. I'm guessing you just go back to your place, which is great. It's yeah. a, a luxury I wish I had, buddy. But the, yeah. uh, the, the festival goers are stuck eating like, I don't know, everyone says they eat like smoked meat sandwiches and they go for bagels and they do this and that. I don't buy it for a second because there's no way you're getting up on Saturday after two nights of partying and going for a nice meal. There's just no chance in, in hell that you're going to be able to do that. So I don't know. Where should I go for dinner? Is this a good dinner spot that I should be checking out around uh, the uh, island? Oh, I, I, my God. I honestly do not know that much uh, specific places. Because uh, I, I know the tourist traps. Like, uh, you know, everybody's going to tell you, oh, go to Schwartz and stuff like that. Uh, don't don't go that? there. Don't go there. I know it's uh, it's traps and it's overpriced. And, you know, there's lineups. But, like, I honestly, I don't think it's the... It's, I don't think it's that good. It's, it's more uh, of a... You know, touristy. So, what is good? And uh, what is good? What is good? I think in like uh, depends on where you stay. Like uh, I think like uh, Fairmount Bagel. I think they do like uh, you know in, in terms of bagel. You know, like you have Fairmount and Saint Viator, both uh, bagel shop, uh, pretty close to each other. I think th- these are I think really appreciated. I, again, I'm not so sure. I don't know too much the, the what the people really think because I've never personally been there. I think those two places are well known. Uh, also, I would I would say like uh, like we're known for like poutine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> and honestly, I I do not know where the best because I know there's like uh, la banquise, uh, you know. But I I don't know exactly. You would I would suggest you go to like Oceaga subreddit or Montreal subreddit and you ask where is the best poutine, 
and you go there. I'm sure you. I'm sure it's gonna be good. <laughs> for what for what it's worth, you started that answer by saying you didn't know any real or anything specific, and then you listed off like a ton of specific places. Oh, but it's a really well known. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> like, a, it's I, mean, a I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know that. Like I, I don't. Are <laughs> coming from uh, Hamilton? Like it's. We all, you're right. Everything I hear is go to Schwartz, go to Schwartz. Like yeah. I don't want Schwartz. Schwartz is like like bottom of the barrel smoked meat. Like I can do better than that if I'm in Montreal. Yeah, I think I think so too. Honestly, I, I've never been. Per- From what I've heard, it's it's uh, it's overpriced and I, there it's it's famous, but uh, it's like it's famous because it got lined up and it got lined up because it's famous. It's it's like uh, just a. A circle, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm, I'm going to tell him that. Uh, I'm going to tell him that you told me not to go. Actually, if I walk by a Schwartz, I'll make it clear that uh, some guy I don't know let me, you know, in on a secret that you guys are only famous because there's a line, and there's only a line because you're famous. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can figure out how to say that in French. Be I'm going to ruin job. them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's what is the? Um, well, I I kind of want to ask because you got sure. a lot of festival experience, so this would be a good answer from you. What is the best act you've seen at Oshiega? Any, at Oshiega. any genre, any stage, any anything, but at Oshiega, uh, the best act you've ever seen. At Oshiega. Um, I'm, 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 I will not say, because I, 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 I heard your, your previous podcast, and I will not say Radiohead 2016, because <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, and I, I uh, it, it, for me, it was a, a great show, I'll be honest. Not the, the best, a great show. I, I just want to mention that. <laughs> Uh, the best one I've seen, um, probably, but I mean, there's so many, I, I'm not so sure. Uh, one I, I'm thinking of uh, was uh, Desaparecidas in the 2015, I think. Uh, it's it's a band. Yeah, yeah, Desaparecidas, like they were, they're, they're the band, uh, you know, uh, Connor Oberst, like from Bright Eyes. He's in this band and they've, I, I think they never came to Montreal beforehand and they came for Oshiaga and I was really excited to see them. And they booked them like uh, you know in the, maybe uh, at four or five in the in on the one of the smaller stage the smallest stage in fact and it was so 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 good honestly like it, it's um, you know it's uh, like uh, hard music like it's all hard rock like uh, you know so you you go there and you really uh, feel the energy and and to me that, that maybe that's one of the best memory I have on this. That's a way off the beaten path answer. I'm impressed by that. Like I would never have even known. Who- so okay. <laughs> good for you having that answer. Like I'm digging through this lineup here. Like oh my god, I'm like, uh, gonna pull this up. And go- going more recently, I mean, just off the top of my head, uh, last year, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, to me, it was really great. Um, it was. I mean, but it, it's not on the band uh, because they, they were booked. Uh, the AAS, they're like a kind of a punk rock band from New York City, but they were booked on the main stage right before uh, Travis Scott last, last year. And uh, so right at the near the end of the AAS set, there were a lot and a lot of young people, you know, who came here for Travis Scott who were trying like to push, but like really push. So. They, they, that kind of uh, ruined the mood for the, the the last few songs, but the the show itself was amazing. That is an ongoing problem with Oshega. I I haven't had anyone bring that up. But I felt that pain before, where you're at a show trying to enjoy the last couple minutes, and it's like an absolute zoo of people who are not at all in the same mood you are mm-hmm. trying to show up to the front of the line. That sucks. Oshega can't really do anything about that. People yeah. just be better, be better. Don't don't jam up. Uh, 
someone who's trying to enjoy the, the show, especially since Travis Scott didn't show up for an hour anyways. He had plenty and, of time. Uh, I mean, they, they didn't do that, but yeah. Did you see about <laughs> the uh, this weekend? Because we're Monday this weekend. You What's that? It's a festival on the, in, in New York City. Uh, Governor's Ball is pr pretty similar to Oshiaga, I would say. I, I have but, heard of it, but I, I don't know much about this year's uh, festival. Okay. So, I mean, the lineup is pretty good. I mean, uh, like, uh, you, know, you have an headliner from The Strokes to Tyler, the creator. You know, the, the, pretty similar to Oshiaga in, in, this, in this sense. But if you go to their, like, their subreddit and you read, a lot of the top comments is all complaining about the, the teens. Like, everybody, and I mean, not just, like, one post, but, like, a, a lot of posts. Everybody's like, uh, oh, my God, I cannot believe how young the crowd was and how everybody was disrespectful. And, uh, like, they apparently, like, they destroyed some art uh, that was there. And apparently they were throwing, like, stuff on the stages, like, uh, and because they, they, they had to cancel Sunday because of thunders and, and people were getting pissed off. And, and everybody, uh, that's the thing. The thing, if you go, like, on the subreddit the day after, like, usually everyone's like, oh, I, I, I saw that and it was like that. But if you go on their subreddit, everyone's just like, uh, I hated the crowd and the, the, the teens, uh, they're ruining it. And like, uh, it, uh, and I mean, uh, so that was kind of like, uh, we were talking about like the Travis Scott situation. And like, there, I think there's a similar path uh, to both. The, yeah, there's a festival in uh, Toronto. I mean, not nearly as big as GovBall, but there, it's, it's uh, just like straight EDM. And one of my buddies actually who's been to Oshiega with me a few times wants to go to that this year instead of Osh. And I was telling him like, dude, the tickets might be cheaper. I know you're an EDM fan, but the thing you're not counting for is that it's all ages. And mm -hmm. if you start letting in like 15, 16, 17 year old uh, guys and girls, like you're not going to have a good time because they're, they're going to be in a different mindset than you. They don't know how to behave in crowds. Sorry, kids. It's just the way it is. It's not, mm -hmm. not that you're not going to learn, but you definitely don't know yet. And uh, yeah, I, like I, there's no price you could you could tell me that would be good enough for me to say, okay, I'm going to go to a thing that's all ages as opposed to something that's, you know, even Montreal is only, it's 18 plus, right? And even that, yeah. I find like 18, 19, 20 year olds. But then there's no age to enter Oshiega though. I thought there was. Uh, pretty sh I'm pretty sure there isn't, to be honest. Like to buy, if, if you want to buy alcohol uh, there, of course, like you have to be 18. Or yeah. like you ask someone who's 18. But if like, you're under 18, I think you have to be with a, uh, an 18-year-old. You have to have a guardian there. Uh, honestly, I, thought, uh, I thought I saw a post about that the other day. Now, now I, gotta, I thought I saw that because, to be honest, can you think of a time where you saw like, a kid at Oshiega that wasn't with their parents? And the groups of kids like, uh, that, that I, I've seen, like you know, a group of like high schooler, uh, high school, yeah, like uh, especially, you know, like last year, like, I don't want to go go back to this, but like if you were looking like at the first row, we were uh, waiting for Travis Scott, you know, he was really uh, like 15, 14, that kind of age. And I don't, I don't think, I mean, if I had to guess, I would say they didn't have any uh, parent, but maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't think I've ever heard about the... Uh, the limit age to enter now i gotta look i want someone from the festival to come on the show but i doubt very much the festival is going to give me anyone to talk to because yeah. i want to talk to them about that now too security is one thing and that would be good to know oh, I, yeah. I just can't i can't imagine a world where like especially an edm show where everyone's going to be flying like generally speaking anyways the last thing i want is some messed up like 16 17 year old dude who, mm -hmm. you know 
is uh, young, dumb, and full of it. And, uh, you know, he's going to make a mistake that's going to cost him. At least it'll cost him yeah. with, with a few people, maybe not with uh, yeah. with me all the time, but not everyone's as nice as I am. So yeah. we'll see. And, and uh, it, it ruins the mood also for, for everyone yeah, dude, and around. Like, yeah, it's, it sucks. It does suck, which is too bad. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tweet him or something and see. Okay, that's that's your best show. That was a long uh, explanation of your best show. What about the worst <laughs> show you've seen in Oceania? Uh, the worst show, I mean, um, I mean, I, I, I've seen a, f- a fair amount. I mean, of, of uh, forgettable show, I'd say. But uh, to pick one of the that's worst, that's very diplomatic. Forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when I was talking with the Luminaire. Like, uh, uh, I'm trying to, I'm, not, I'm trying not to sound too uh, harsh. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> Uh, in the one, I mean, recently, like let's say last year, I saw uh, Khalid. Um, I didn't know much about him, and honestly, I I don't I didn't care for him. Honestly, yeah. I don't know many songs by him. I know he's in a few songs. He's in uh, a Lord song, Dynamite. I think it's called. And uh, I, I know Lord has a song, Dynamite. I don't know if Khalid uh, is in there. I, th- I think he's in it with Post Malone. I gotta look now, but that's an alright song. I, I generally don't. Like kind of uh come lately male vocalists who like rely super heavily on like synthesized voice and, uh, and trap drums and it's fine for the radio or it's fine for like a party but i i doubt it's going to be good live and that's a good example of one that probably wasn't that good live there are others too like even travis scott i thought wasn't very good live to be honest with you but uh, i mean it's it's a lot of hype and and you know you go to like and uh, to be honest, like uh, I complained, yeah, 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 uh, like the crowd was pushing uh, for Travis Scott. But uh, the thing is, I stayed in in the crowd. Like I, I waited for Travis Scott because they were playing one after the other. So I, I was like in the pit for uh, Travis Scott, and it was a shitload of fun, to be honest. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, really. I mean, uh, like uh, it, it was a lot of fun, like a lot of hype. You know, everybody's excited. Everybody's having a good time. But if you look at the show, the show itself, it's honestly, it, it's forgettable, but the crowd uh, makes up for it, I, I found. This is basically the story of Oshega that the, mu- the music, if you're going to have a good time for the weekend, the music is like the third or fourth most important thing, like weather, <laughs> crowd, yeah. uh, you know, the people you go with, whatever, or if you go solo, if that's your thing, like that, those are the most important things. The music is like, it's pretty low down the list, which is not good for the price they charge, but it's, you know, yeah. it ends up being worth it anyways. So I can't really complain. Uh, yeah. Francis, do you remember before we started, you said you were a little nervous. You've done hour, man. Yeah, really? Really? Yeah, yeah man. You've done. It's I'm looking at the hour and I'm like, and yeah, geez. We haven't even, we haven't even done. We'll go, we're going to go to rapid Yeah, rapid fire. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. Most of the time when I first started the show, uh, I used to like look at my phone for this like list of questions that I have. And some of the questions I get to once in a while, like we just talked about the best and worst acts, but other ones I only get to. If like the conversation's really dragging and I didn't even, I didn't even pull it out. I just pulled it out right now to look at the, uh, rapid fire. And I added one that was on my mind. So <laughs> feel, feel good, man. You, you're on fire so far. Wow. You've done, you've done a solid can, hour. And, uh, can I add one thing? Yeah. Really course. random because uh, beforehand I, I did a list of thing I wanted to, to tell, to like to tell just whatever for the fun, uh, a random fact. Uh, I went to high school with the uh, kitchen. <laughs> did you really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for real, he's, uh, he's, he's from, uh, I mean, if you go like on uh, Wikipedia, he's from Quebec, Montreal, but more specifically, he's from uh, Longueuil, uh, Saint-Subar, 
And if you like uh, uh, go into like uh, a lot of search, you'll find he go to a, he went to to the same school as me, Monseigneur Parent. And, and when he got famous, like I didn't know who he was back then. But when he started to become famous, and I saw his face, I, like I, I I didn't have any class with him, but I totally remember like just seeing him around. And like if I go on Facebook and search his personal profile, we have a lot of uh, common friends. So that's I mean, <laughs> so good. That's so weird to see him like fourth, uh, the fourth uh, act on his day. Like wow, like I I passed to walk him. Uh, I walk past him like in the corridor in high school, and I mean, <laughs> dude, he's he's like a monster now. I, I I subscribe to a few of the EDM subreddits like Trap and EDM, and a few other like uh, sort of DJ heavy subs. And when that guy puts out new stuff, everybody's all over it. They love it. Mm -hmm. it's, it he, he's good for a lot of different people with a lot of different tastes. Oh, and he's I, good. Yeah, I, and I, I'll, I'd even say that he's got enough stuff that he could do a hype nighttime set or he could do a, you know, between four and six o'clock evening set on a main stage. Mm -hmm. It'd be good either way. He's a really good DJ. A lot of variation with his stuff. That's sick that you went to school with him. <laughs> it's only for a random fact. Uh... <laughs> that's a that's a good random fact because uh, no one else i know at least not on this show anyway knows any of the acts everyone's just guessing so yeah you're, you, maybe you're the most famous guy who's ever done this show i don't know hard to say <laughs> i'm okay, not famous let's, let's do, yeah you're more famous than me let's do uh let's do rapid fire so these sure, are sure. questions that uh these questions i ask everybody almost everybody anyways i don't get through all of them all the time and to be honest it's never that rapid and that's fine because it's my show and we just do things the way we want at the time so we'll start with uh, what is the most likes you've gotten on an Instagram post? Uh, I, I was I was afraid of this question. I, I don't know Instagram. What? <laughs> and I, and then and when I because I, I listened to your earlier podcast and every time you ask the question, I was always uh, thinking in my head like, oh, the the person's gonna answer like she doesn't have Instagram because like in my head nobody like not everybody has Instagram. But everybody's always inserting it. And I'm like, oh, everybody does have Instagram. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't. You're, you're wise beyond your years, man. Like I said, I, I deleted my Facebook. Instagram is like the last needle in my arm, so to speak, for social media. So I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But it's, it's a good tool to have. I'll say that. Uh, okay, so we'll <laughs> you win on that one. What's your favorite song right now? Uh, right now, uh, I'm not really a guy singles uh like music like and nothing I, I listen to an album in their entirety so i don't like have a song name but recently i've been listening to like uh, the latest album of like uh, twin peaks uh, delta delta sleep uh, but I, I don't have song name to be honest okay that's all right twin peaks so everyone should check that out that sounds like a uh, that, that, uh, yeah tw twin peak yeah they uh, in my opinion i mean uh yeah, you do. <laughs> the, no, one, no one has said that yet, so that's pretty good. I, I still want to start like a Spotify playlist for the songs people say, but I'm much too lazy. And to be honest, now I'd have to go back and listen to like a fuck ton of podcasts to find all songs. So I probably won't. But <laughs> yeah. maybe if you're listening, you can, you can start one for me, somebody else uh, with Twin Peak. <laughs> so start with that. Uh, okay, what, what kind of phone you got? Apple or Android? Uh, Android. Why you got an Android instead of an Apple? Uh, I don't, I, I just don't buy into the whole, you know, you, you have one thing, Apple, everybody, and, and then you. You wake up and everybody, everything you have has to be Apple. Like, uh, I don't know, Android is more um, easy to use with everything I already own. So, I, I like, uh, that just came naturally. You're 100% right. I just bought a Mac. Well, my girlfriend and I bought a Mac. And uh, 
she's a graphic designer. So we got like this thing, honest to God, this thing could go to the fucking moon. If we strapped it to a spaceship, it's got so much firepower. But <laughs> immediately when I, when we, when I started using it, I thought I can't use any of my stuff with this because I don't have an iPhone. I don't have like a MacBook pro or anything. So all my stuff, like my phone, my work stuff, like none of it is going to work with this machine. I thought this mm -hmm. is exactly why I don't have an iPhone anymore because I need everything to be Apple. So I'm glad you said that. Thank God someone else is out there thinking the same way. I am. <laughs> oh, you, you, I'm, I'm not alone. There's, a, I mean, there's really two groups. Uh, bo both think that they're right, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> that's the best thing about groupthink. You're always right as long as you're with your yeah. friends, buddy. You're always right as long as you're with your friends. Surround yourself with people who think alike and, <laughs> and everything's gonna be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the best advice. <laughs> okay, what's... Uh, so you said, this is a new one. I haven't asked him before, but you said you subscribe to a bunch of subs for festivals. What is the yeah. subreddit besides Oceaga that you visit the most? Uh, does it have to be um, festival related? No, anything. Uh, honestly, the one I is, uh, is, is uh, <laughs> maybe you're going to laugh. Uh, weed stock, uh, like it's uh, for investing, but in uh, cannabis action, uh, com on, on, in company, uh, cannabis companies. And uh, so I invested some money and I'm, I'm keeping an eye every day, multiple times a day. Uh, so yeah, the, the subreddit I see the most is weed stock, definitely. Uh, that's an addiction, buddy. I, I, did, yeah. uh, I did a little bit of investing stocks probably a year ago. And oh yeah, I was hooked. So what do you got? Do you mind sharing some of your holdings? Giving some, this is not investment advice. This no, really not, not, really investment not. Advice. <laughs> No, uh, honestly, the to be basic, uh, I mean, I think it can, in Canada the the market is fully saturated. Uh, the companies are all fully valued, and I wouldn't buy any of the Canadian name because they're all overvalued at this moment. Uh, and I really think the potential, the, the next potential, is in the international market, like the United States, for example. Uh, so I, 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 I like not giving any company names because I don't want people like to be mad at me if like they, they, they do wrong uh, stuff. But I would I would search in the United States market, uh, which is honestly when you compare the United States market to the Canadian cannabis market, the United States uh, companies are way undervalued, and I think there's an opportunity there to to be honest. But once again, I, I may be not wrong. investment Maybe. advice, not investment advice. Do no, not, not investment advice. Well, the thing is, even if they get mad, what are they going to do? They, I mean, they, they can find you on Reddit or something. <laughs> You're bulletproof, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, international I mean, pot stocks. That's where everyone should be putting their money. I mean, uh, that's where I'm putting mine, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe I'll be poorer in the, <laughs> I mean. Who knows? Once you, once you get your ticket to the festival, it doesn't matter how much money you got. Okay, now, what, what about uh, aliens? Are they real or not real? Aliens, oh boy, uh, yeah. Um, aliens, no, I, I don't think they're real in the form that we see like in the TVs and, and like I don't think there's green uh, aliens, you know, who's gonna come on the earth. Uh, I don't believe that, but I'm definitely sure uh, like the universe is, infinitely large and i'm sure somewhere there's a form of life but i'm sure it's it's nothing like we expect i'm sure there's a, a life outside of the earth but not in the form of a green alien that's gonna visit <laughs> some people have said they think there's aliens living on earth oh i mean i've read i've read i've read theories about that like they live like in the ocean and stuff but <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't buy it. This is all something. It's like it makes the X Files insane. So I, I say probably it's not legit. Yeah. Uh, are you a beer drinker, Francis, or no? Uh, no, 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 not really. So what do you, what do you what's your what's your poison? You mix beer, mix drink, beer guy. What do you what do you? And uh, not none of the above. Okay, so what's uh, your favorite drink to have with dinner? Uh, it's gonna be totally bland and boring. Uh, water. There's nothing. Beats water, in my opinion. There's nothing wrong with water. Do you drink it? Okay, so do you drink it sparkling or still? I feel like Kanye West asking you sparkling or still. Uh, <laughs> uh, still, uh, from the tap, honestly. I drink tap water too. I feel like I feel like we're a dying breed. Yeah. The, the thing I come to my house, like, don't you have anything in a, like a bottle or a filter? Like, no, you idiot. This is the city filters this. It's fine. The thing I do is that I, I have like a two um, piche. I don't know what to say in, in English. Uh, like so, uh, like I, I fill one with water, I put it in the fridge, and then I fill up the other one, and I do like a rotate, so like um, because like the tap water, you put it in the like in the container, and and when you empty the first one, the, the like the the chlor and stuff like that, like it uh, evaporates from the the second one, and when you're done, like you you rotate, and so the the one you're drinking from is uh, I think much better, but I mean. <laughs> This is more solid advice. There's been a lot of solid <laughs> advice to show in this podcast. Everything from where to eat to how to properly consume tap water. This is good. We might have to we might have to start a new podcast about just you know what the best way to be the best you. <laughs> Maybe I'll start one like <laughs> next month fact. or something. Yeah, once the festival's over, I'll start a new podcast about the, your best life. Uh, probably, <laughs> I probably won't do that. I'll probably just sleep for a couple of days. Uh, okay, finally, the last uh, rapid fire question. I'm curious about this one. Since you said you do pot stocks, are you a, a Bitcoin owner or not? No, I wouldn't. Honestly, I wouldn't touch that with uh, 10 people. You wouldn't touch it? No, no. And, and Bitcoin and all cryptocurrencies, I wouldn't. I, I should say I have some Bitcoin. Although I, oh, I that's sold, cool. I sold a bunch of it a little while ago, but I have some. It's, it's a hedge. It's a hedge. We'll say that. It's, it's not about owning Bitcoin. It's about when did you buy Bitcoin? That, that's that's, right. the, that's, that's all right. that matters. <laughs> yeah, I'll say I'll say this. I didn't buy at the top, but I I didn't make as much money as I would have if I had bought in 2016, which is when I first started paying attention. Let this be a lesson to everybody. If you start to if you start paying attention to something and you do a little bit of research and you like it, find a way to get it. Don't wait. And unless it's a pair of shoes, then you find yourself making impulse purchases, which you don't want to do. Okay, Francis, <laughs> finally, uh, you get one question for me, man. Go for it. Shoot. Oh, um, uh, one question for you for you, um. Um, okay, I'll make this like Oshaya related. But, um, um, I'm, I'm thinking, if you were like the the big boss of Oshaya, if like like you became the the, the owner, uh, and you can do everything you want to do, I, I don't want to know like what act you would book or something like that. I want to know what what would you do to improve uh, the experience on the ground level. I would I would start doing. Uh, oh, that's a that's a heavy question. Okay, if I was the Top Gun at Oshiega, what would I do? I would I would start by by adding some extra gates at the front. Let's let's start moving these lines a bit faster. One of the one of my biggest pet peeves, especially when it's super hot out, is that they take forever to process people. Even though it's obvious to anyone who's ever been to a festival that they're going to have volume, that's going to cause problems for you know, the, the 70 people they have doing security around the park. It's not enough. They need more. And I, I don't know what they pay those people. I understand they don't pay them too much. Uh, so I think it's probably feasible that they could take a little bit of my $320 and give it to like an extra guard here and there. 
but that's that's where I would start. Probably after that, I would say the the park has to do a better job with a couple of things. Chief among them is being friendly to electronic devices. As it stands, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to bring in any professional photography stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's only like one or two charging stations around the park, which to me is nuts. Like everyone has a phone. Everyone is taking pictures all day, videos all day, Snapchat all day, texting all day. Everyone is trying to get a hold of their friends all day long. And so the, the charging station thing, there should be there should be charging stations at every stage and there should be a ton of them. And also they got to do better with the service, the signal. I know in, in the past, and someone said this on a show, that they, they've done a little bit of work to make you know cell service more acceptable at the park. But so far, that hasn't been my experience. The other thing that I'd like for them to see, and this may not be within my uh, scope or in my purview as the top gun at Oshiega, but there's got to be better coordination with the subway system for that weekend. They, they got to allow people out of the park onto, this, onto the subway trains in a more obvious fashion, because I think, I don't remember if last year in the year before at the new island, they did this, or if it was the, uh, the old venue, but there's not enough ways to get onto the subway unless you know someone who knows the second exit, like, the, because everyone just goes the same way and mm-hmm. it's the way you came in. Right. And it's an absolute shit show. And it's, it's not, you know, the fault of the festival, but the Metro people should be doing a better job with that. And I think on top of that, why is it that, cars like you know there's when there's so many people walking out of the park they should be shutting down that bridge that goes to uh that goes to the the island and Mm -hmm. a few of the streets that are adjacent to it because there's too much human traffic like just let people walk on the street everyone's messed up anyways it's safer it'll help the island get out quicker for all these people who on the uh on the city side who are complaining about noise if you want the noise to go down quicker let people off faster that might mean it's a bit more inconvenient for you if you drive or live there but it'll be better for everyone in the long run and uh i think that's probably all i can give you right now since you put me on the spot with that but oh <laughs> fuck i could come up with a thousand things i'm sure if i had some time well add vote for you that's for sure that's it <laughs> do it for president Let's that's go. all i got uh i can't hear you but it's okay if you cut out a bit oh uh, can you hear me can you, are you hearing me? Oh, yeah, no, I can. That's good. That's good. I went on like oh, a good. long... Did you, did you hear me? Yeah, I was hearing you all along. Okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad about that because okay. I, I just went off on a tangent. Okay, Francis, that's it, buddy. You're done. Uh, right. if you, like if they want to send you a message or, or see what's up with you or like follow you on Reddit or whatever, yeah. uh, where can they do it? I mean, the, the best thing to... Uh, I would say uh, Reddit, uh, my username... Uh, Trick, uh, S-C-H-R-I-K-K. Uh, that's my username there. Like, uh, go for it. Uh, and also, I'll plug, it's, it's, it's not that known. It's a social media, more on the music. Like, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's Scrubble, the, the song I listen to. And it makes, like, a database of all the songs you've listened to. Uh, my username there is Shrik, uh, also S, uh, S-C-H-R-I-K-K. Um, and so uh, that, that's the two um, uh, medias, uh, that's the two uh, social media I use mostly. What was the name of that thing that builds the uh, database? Last, last FM. Last FM. That, that's what that does. I've seen that floating around. I thought that's what you said. I had to do a double take there. <laughs> last FM. Well, I've, I've been looking for kind of something like that. that like remember what you played and maybe, does it give you suggestions too? Yeah, I mean, it does everything. It it, rec- it registers 
all the songs you listen to, and it makes like a database. Like I've been on this website for like 10 years, and I can go like how many times, like, oh, this song I listened to it 88 times, and I listen, and it will give you the exact dates and, and time, and it, it gives you a suggestion based on that, and you can make like a, it really shows like all the music you've listened to. Uh, so, yeah. This is good. I should start doing that instead of just letting Spotify siphon all my data and not give me anything back except shitty Drake recommendations every morning. <laughs> okay, buddy, that's it. God right. bless. Thanks for coming on. Uh, you Thanks were for good, having man. me. You were good. Uh, uh, any parting words for the guests? Uh, for you? Or for the listeners, I should say. Oh, uh, honestly, I just hope everybody enjoys as as much as possible. Uh, enjoy, uh, honestly. <laughs>